is 11.04 on this Monday. And can you believe it's August already? Now, with uh, August here means school just around the corner. And Florida Education Commissioner Manny Diaz Jr. He issued notice last Thursday to Florida school superintendents to ignore the federal government's recent directive that allowed for changes regarding Title IX classifications across the country. This specific to gender identity. The new federal guidance uses gender ID as opposed to biological sex, which is at odds with Florida law in particular. So we can make this complicated. And some of the instances might be a little more nuanced than this. However, you could effectively, under the new federal standards, have a boy say he's a girl, and that would be sufficient to be afforded Title IX protections and to be afforded access to all of the girl-related activities biological boy would want to engage in. So, Florida's new education commissioner, Manny Diaz Jr., said, eh, not, not, not so fast on that one. We're not going to adhere to that in Florida, and made a point that it is not binding law either. And uh, joining us to talk about this, many other things, is our state's new education commissioner, Manny Diaz, Jr. How are you, sir? Good morning, uh, Brian. Great to be with you. Doing well. Doing well. Fighting the fight. Fire hose as you are uh, new on the job as education commissioner. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's active in education. People think because it's summertime that it's slow. It's not. Uh, we have a lot of events. There were a lot of bills that were signed, a lot of implementation. And as, as you mentioned, some uh, memorandums having to be sent out to, to clear things up. So let's talk about this whole Title IX situation, the federal government, what they did, and also what your notice to school superintendents across the state represents. Look, this is just another example of the Biden administration trying to push their radical agenda through powers they don't have. They're trying to change Title IX that has been around for decades uh, to protect women, and, and they're trying to change it to imply all kinds of things um, using a case that doesn't apply to schools. And what they're doing is they're using the Department of Agriculture to hold school lunches, the, the meals for the most vulnerable kids in our country and our state, hold them hostage wanting us to implement these ridiculous policies, you know, to have uh, bathrooms for, to, to have bathrooms be used by people who are not of a biological sex, to violate the law in Florida where, you know, women's sports are protected for women, and all of that through uh, the impl- imp- implementation of a rule that has not gone through the process. And so the Commissioner of Agriculture here in Florida sent out directions and guidance to our schools, never counted on Department of Education, and it's based on something that is not law, not rule, and that is being challenged by a multitude of states. Is there a potential showdown that's looming here between the state of Florida and the feds, even potentially with school districts, which we have seen previously, have been willing to violate what the education commissioner in our state and even the, the um, Florida Board of Education has determined? Well, one thing that Governor DeSantis and his leadership has shown us is that we're not going to back down from protecting our kids, regardless of what the fight is. This is a fight that is uh, justifiable because 
parents have been clear. Here in the state of Florida, we pass parent rights. We protect parent rights to be involved. We're going to protect our kids from being sexualized by these policies. And there may be a showdown. My memo told superintendents, school boards, charters, and private schools, this is not law. You don't have to abide by this. And we're going to continue to protect our kids. If it's a showdown, it's a showdown, Brian. I mean, it's par for the course with the Biden administration trying to push this radical agenda. And Governor DeSantis has made it clear that we're not going to back down and we're going to protect our kids. We are just uh, coming up on... You know, the school year, uh, school year, it, it'll be a couple weeks and many districts across the state where we're, we're getting underway. Uh, what are the top agenda items for you new on this job just weeks away from the start of the upcoming school year? Well, look, number one is school safety, right? Our, our kids, our parents need to be able to drop off their kids, send their kids to school and not worry about their lives being in danger. Uh, a lot of talk nationally after Uvalde about how Florida does it right. But we're not resting on our laurels. Uh, Governor DeSantis signed a budget that, that uh, invests almost $400 million in school safety, another couple hundred million dollars to, to uh, additional mental health. We have mental health um, professionals at each district that are guiding uh, these policies. And we're going to continue to push forward. We've augmented our, our force at the, at the Department of Education to oversee school safety and compliance. That's number one, because we have to keep our safe first. Number two, we need to continue to attract and recruit and retain quality teachers. And we're going on a recruitment uh, spree here, uh, Brian, to re- within our state to find people who are in the field either in, with an interest in being having been substitutes or paraprofessionals or support personnel. We're going to go uh, looking nationally for the best teachers we can find that want to come to Florida. Uh, we have this military pathway that, that the legislature passed which is not a watering down of the standards, as some people have tried to say. It's a longer runway, a uh, veteran that has four years honorable discharge and, and are willing to come into education we, and, have, and pass the subject area exam. We give them a five-year temporary certificate to finish the same requirements that any teacher has to do, but they have to have a mentor teacher and they have to be provided professional development. That uh, bringing uh, veterans in our, into our classrooms with the structure the discipline, the commitment that they have, I think will be helpful. But again, we continue to look for, Governor DeSantis has pushed for an investment of over about $2 billion over the last three years in teacher salaries, to be clear. Uh, and we're going to continue to push for that. Um, but again, all of those things, those two things are top of mind. Now, school safety and making sure we have quality teachers in our classroom. That's the number one issue uh, when it comes to education, Brian, is having a quality teacher in front of, uh, of, in front of kids. Nothing else uh, matters as much as having a quality teacher. That segues very well in the two areas they actually wanted to follow up with you on. So you're uh, addressing the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Safety Commission meeting. Any specific objectives, initiatives that you intend to lay out there? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give an update because I took over June first as to where the department is. I have, like I said, I, uh, because of the bill that passed this year. We've augmented the force. We have uh, six additional personnel coming on to help make sure our reunification plans are in place in case of an event. We also have added uh, professionals in the area of compliance with executive police um, experience, which will help us assure that our districts are complying to the law that was passed after Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. And that means you have to have a school resource officer and or a guardian we're, we're really pushing to have more guardians across the state. About 45 of the 67 districts have them. 
But what's important, and I've had this conversation with the chair, uh, Sheriff Bob Gautieri from Pinellas, is to have layers. You know, you have mental health in place, you have threat assessment and threat management in place, but if all goes wrong, you have to have those layers, which is the last line of defect to, to protect our kids. That is priceless, uh, and you can't put a price to that. We have to protect our kids. So we're going to be talking about where we are, where we're going, going forward, and like I said, to advise the commission that we're not resting on our laurels here, we're going to continue to push forward, and we expect our districts, our charter schools, all of our schools to push in the same direction to protect our kids. That meeting will take place tomorrow. Speaking to Florida Education Commissioner Manny Diaz, Jr., you mentioned the teacher shortage. Latest estimates, what, 8,500 to 9,000. What does that look like at the onset of the school year? Class sizes, the implications from a learning perspective? Well, first of all, Brian, the, the number that's being pushed out about 9,000 is not accurate. We've, we've looked at numbers that are low, we're lower than that. Uh, there are other positions at schools. When people talk about school support personnel, clerical personnel, bus drivers, there, there's vacancies every year. There is a national issue with this. And, in fact, the conversation I have, there's probably a world issue with this. Like any other employment, if you look across the board, everywhere you go, there's help wanted signs in every industry. But teachers specifically have an effect on our students, and that's why we're continuing to have this recruitment campaign the retention campaign, we had the, the Florida Teach-In, which is a recruitment event that we have every year. The department hosts uh, at, at a convention center in, in the center part of the state for people to come and teach. And we're making sure we're doubling down our efforts to make sure we process applications for certification and making sure we assist each district in getting their needs. Because all of these needs are different, uh, Brian, depending on what subject area, what level, you can't just put a number out there because different schools have different needs um, and again we're pushing all options to make sure that we maximize the pathways that we have for secondary schools to get content experts elementary schools to get uh, students coming out of our teaching programs in the state and we're working uh, in fact we're having uh, we're having conversations roundtables uh, with all the teacher prep programs with the districts with the state colleges making sure that they're talking to each other and, and making sure that we're maximizing every uh, avenue that we have to get them teachers. And then, you know, pushing to continue the increase in the teacher salary allocation, as Governor DeSantis has led on that, to make sure we push up teacher salaries to keep them um, and retain them. To the point of the commissioner, the estimates that are thrown out there, by the way, are by the Florida Education Association, of course, the teachers union, the parent in the state. Um, real quick on the uh recruitment initiative there's a military a veteran fast track program for uh education certificates tell us a little bit about that and how uh how many people are are taking advantage of that opportunity well we so far i mean this this bill passed through the legislature the governor signed it it became effective july 1 and we opened it up we already had as of the beginning of the week uh you know i was on fox in front the beginning of the week we had uh, or the end of the week we had 83 applicants already and basically what i explained before is this is not a watering down of the standards right now to, to be clear right right now if somebody comes out of a uh four-year school with a degree in gender studies or sociology or whatever they have the opportunity to apply for a three-year temporary certificate while they go back to school to get their credits to become uh, an education uh, person or education major and get certified. What this does is says that if you're a veteran that has served 48 months honorable discharge and you have at least 60 credits, you get a five-year temporary to go back and, and finish your, your education degree. 
and that requires a mentor teacher. And again, this is up to the district. So if superintendents are deciding to use this pathway, they are going to identify people that fit in the classroom. And again, to those critics, right now, if you go across our schools every year, you have permanent substitutes that go into classes and are there for months if there's not a qualified or a certified teacher that can fill that position. So it is, it's a little, the critics are being a little bit hypocritical when they're saying that this is the watering down of the standards because I'm, I'm thinking what the legislator was saying is if you have these valuable skills, commitment, discipline, time management, structure, and you're identified by a school district, then we put you on a pathway. You still have to pass the state exam on the subject area, so it's not dumbing it down. You still have to complete all the requirements within those five years, and you're getting a quality person. Again, this is at the district's discretion. I imagine that these superintendents and these principals are not putting people in classrooms that they're not comfortable with. Uh, you still have to do background screening. You have to do all of that. So the idea that this is watering anything down, I think the legislature was wise and the governor was wise in uh, leading on this and signing it to take advantage. We're a military-friendly state. We have 1.5 million or more veterans here in the state, a lot of active duty. We're, I think we're the fifth largest state when it comes to active duty soldiers and airmen and Marines. That is something we have to take advantage of. And, again, it's not a watering down or an insult to anybody. Foreign Education Commissioner Manny Diaz, Jr., great catching up with you. Appreciate the time and best wishes. You got it, Brian. Great to be with you. Have a good day. You as well. All right. We're going to have a trending story, Natalie, in August, Hurricane History next. Here on the Brian Lunch Show, News Radio 610 WIOD. Celebrate our